Yeah, I'll give you a note when I have to leave. So I think I'll stay for another 10 minutes and uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll uh, give you a bye then and <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll head off to work. Okay, then. Okay, continue. Yeah. So, um, so you just started talking about Anapanasati and how step 10 of gladdening the mind. Yeah, so I would, you... yeah. Yeah, so that that was what we discussed last week. And so I, I put that into practice this week. And um, I think that I, I, I had assumed that um, having sort of thoughts going, what, even at, while you're kind of in going through the steps, um, you should try and avoid those. But actually actively thinking about gladdening the mind was um, seemed to work well. Um, yes. And yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and that kind of um, it, it it seemed to work in terms of waking me up as well. You know, um, so there were. I think that there's. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just interested to hear more about how that step of gladdening the mind and and right effort kind of um, relates to all the other factors. Okay, <laughs> this little phrase. Mm. We'll sum it up, okay. And we need to uh, to unpack this, but it's a phrase that generally is so surprising, mm. and that is this: you have spent your whole life talking yourself into feeling bad. Mm. Now it's time to talk yourself into feeling good. That is basically what it's all about, because we're in the habit of talking ourselves into feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Um, just just life experiences can, mm-hmm. can begin to mount up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say that you had an argument with a friend. Uh, you've got an email that you've got to answer um, that um, the project at work is not going the way that you want it to. And. We're, we're sitting at home in meditation with a basic uneasy feeling inside that doesn't fit quite with any of um, those things that I just mentioned. Mm. It, just, it seems like that they just kind of pile up and there's a whole lot of stuff going mm. on. Mm. And um, this is how we normally just live our lives with a thought about one of them, then a thought about another one, and then a thought about another (laughs) one. And all collectively, each one of them is like a drop in a bucket. It's on a scale, and it just gets heavier and heavier. And we begin to feel that on the inside. So in a way, what I'm talking about, a lot of people say, well, I'm not actually talking myself into feeling bad. Yeah, but you're talking to yourself about things, and you wind up feeling bad. Mm -hmm. We always wind up feeling bad about undone work, un, unfinished arguments. <laughs> and any argument that you get into will be remaining unfinished. And the reason that it's remaining unfinished is because no matter what you do, you can't convince anybody in an argument that you're right and they're wrong. <laughs> and, and so the best thing that we can do with an argument is to end the argument and, and have some friendly moments instead because uh, the argument uh, other than that, but when that argument is, uh, uh, let us say, is broken off, 
it's still unfinished because both people go continuing to think about that <laughs> argument and neither one of them feel particularly good about anything or particularly good about themselves. Mm. And this is the way that we live our lives. But now we're going to say, wait a minute, we're going to turn this thing around intentionally so that every time I remember, I'm going to start treating myself well. Mm. So one of the um, uh, dichotomies or the distinctions we could use is uh, coming from uh, psychology uh, transactional analysis where, they, where Eric Byrne talks about the parent ego state. And we can see that the parent ego state um, in reference to what Byrne is talking about our learned, stored rules, procedures, way things should be done, expected outcomes, things to hope for, and all of that kind of stuff. But it gets delivered in two different, entirely different two forms. One is in the early days, the mother will care for and nurture her child, her baby. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, dog owners do that. Dog owners will nurture and care for and provide with the dog, provide for the dog when he's a puppy, when he's in middle age, and when he is in old age. But for our children, we have more expectations of them. The dog may be a trick or two, but the kid, he's got to have a PhD. <laughs> he's got to have an education. And uh, as children, and I've watched kids, they don't want to hold their attention on something unless they're very interested in it. For instance, a kid can get into a video game and just be so intent and learn so much from that video game, but you, you put the book of uh, ABCs in front of him, and he hates it. All right? So a lot of our education is you, thou shalt be educated. Whether you like it or not. And so we start to practice meditation that way. You should meditate. It's good for you. Right? And right off the bat, we are changing it from the nurturing parent into the critical parent. So in that regard, we have been critical of ourselves, critical of our environment, critical of the politics, critical of the car, critical of everything. And we get into a, uh, in the position of just not liking stuff. And that begins to mount up to, with us mm. on the inside. So we get a, a, a kind of a, uh, an unsatisfactory sense of non-well-being and that we need to turn that around and the way that we do is going to turn it around from being critical of ourselves into being nurturing to nurture this is what gladdening the mind is and i know <clears throat> that it's a very old way of doing it but the buddha and bhikkhu buddha dasa both knew very well what this was all about. I'm just using a different terminology for it to help people understand. Mm. But this state of gladdening the mind is nothing but the, the nurturing part of your own parent ego state saying, 
my, what a good boy you are. As a court, uh, as opposed to, you got to go get that stuff done, and then I'll say, my, what a good boy you are. But if you do get it done, I want to come and criticize it. <laughs> and your my attaboys may be very few and far between. <laughs> we need to start bunching them together. You deserve the credit that you haven't been given yourself. This is what really what the gladdening the mind is all about is actually to gladden the mind. Or another way of saying it is, is that how can you cheer up a child? How do you do it? How do you cheer up a child? <laughs> They're actually quite easy to cheer up. Their children are a whole lot easier to cheer up than adults are. <laughs> but adults can be cheered up also. But you you could you can cheer up a child by um, by nurturing the child, by giving the child uh, something that they like, even if it's not what they want. So this is how we have to start doing it. We have to start nurturing ourselves. We have to tell ourselves the good. Mm -hmm. And in that regard, we go back to that very famous story of the, the, the Buddha when he was not yet a Buddha, when he was actually putting this whole thing together. And when I say the whole thing, I'm talking about from the top down, the teachings of Dukkha, Dukkha Naroda, down to the next level, which is the Four Noble Truths, down into that second noble truth, deep, deep into it is where we find Paticca Samuppada. And mm -hmm. also in Anapanasati, that investigation is really um, what we're talking about with Paticca Samuppada is learn to investigate what's in the mind mm -hmm. and the Anapanasati practice is to wake up and investigate. So it's all about that investigation. Mm. And uh, what the Buddha did say, and this is actually possibly one of the most famous quotes of the Buddha. Aha, I see you, Mara. Okay. Now, what is that? That's just so packed. Aha <laughs> is gladness. Mm. I see you, Mara. Is, uh, is actually saying that instead of, I actually am the Mara, I'm in the Mara, the Mara <laughs> is sticking me down and I'm feeling bad, that we withdraw, we separate ourselves from what the mind is doing, and we can look back upon the mind. Mm. And that looking back upon the mind then is, then I can see what the mind was just doing just now, Mara. What is the Mara? That is the delusional, the unhappy, the hindrances, anything that has prevented us from having a bright, gladdened mind. Mm -hmm. So in a way, aha, I see you, Mara, means that I recognize that the mind had hindrances, and then I throw it out happily that we give ourselves credit for and we nourish ourselves because of the newfound tool, sati. Mm -hmm. That normally the mind is in hindrance. Mm -hmm. Normally the mind has just got junk thoughts or mm -hmm. things. 
and they mm-hmm. wind up making us feel kind of icky inside, and we spend our whole day that way, thinking mm-hmm. uh, icky <laughs> thoughts and kind of feeling icky. <laughs> so, uh, when we have sati and and uh, with the understanding that you know, going back to Goanka's method is watch mm-hmm. the breath. And if the mind wanders away from the breath, never mind, start again, come back mm-hmm. to the breath. All right. But that never mind quality is also jam packed and needs to be un- unpacked. Mm-hmm. The never mind is actually the sati to wake up, mm-hmm. to recognize that the mind was in hindrance. And then we can say, ah, oh, yeah, but never mind. Mm. Never mind mm. that the mind was off someplace. <laughs> we caught that. Congratulations for seeing that stuff. And we can come back. Mm. And the very beginner is going to come back to the breath. But as we progress in our practice, that never mind start again. What that starting again is, is going to be gladdening the mind, taking a deep breath, mm. bringing on the satisfaction mm. or getting mm. ourselves into a state of pleasure word sukha and mm. that word sukha actually is the way that we would feel Mm. this is not yucky we feel satisfied now Mm. we don't feel icky or yucky or like there's a tightness in the chest or any of those sensations Mm. instead ah, (laughs) take a deep breath and relax Mm. and so we can relax okay as we do that Time after time after time, over and over and over again, we begin to develop the confidence that, oh, yes, all I have to do is to wake up, see what the mind is doing, throw that stuff out, gladden the mind again, and Mm. allow myself to feel good Mm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. By doing this and doing it successfully over and over again, mm-hmm. something new is developed. Mm-hmm. And that is confidence. <laughs> Water. I can mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. And so the very, very first truth that is noble, super mundane, and a factor of the path is that knowledge of no matter whether the mind is hindered or not, or how mm. much so, or how often, or how heavy it is, I can throw that stuff out. Mm. I can take a deep breath. Mm. I can flirt with Mara by saying, ha I see you. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the chat. See ya. See ya. Okay. And that aha, bye-bye, I see you, Mara, Mm. is actually part of the gladdening of the mind. Mm. And it has a relief quality to it because we have disassociated ourselves and taken ourselves out of it. Mm. Before, Mm. I was the Mara. Mm. When I'm thinking Mm. about that email that I've got to write, it's me (laughs) writing that email. Yeah. I don't like it a bit. Yeah. Especially if I got to make a big decision, it's going to cost $20,000 or something like that. Mm. Okay. And Mm so me, 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 my money, my problem, my blah, blah. Mm. But now we can say, wait a minute. I don't have to write that email right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can write that email tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Let me Mm -hmm. write now. 
finished with that stuff, mm. take a deep breath, get it off my chest, mm -hmm. and relax for the moment. Mm. And, mm. If, and, and then we know I can do that. I can do that anytime I want to. Mm. So this is where confidence builds. And mm. with that confidence comes a change of attitude. Mm, mm, a mm. major, major change in one's attitude from being a victim of our own thoughts mm, into mm. being the champion mm. of our feelings. Mm. I can feel good. I can mm. do this. Mm. I can feel good. That's mm. what we're looking for is how good this feels right now, mm, mm. rather than the critical parent thinking, how good could it feel? Mm, mm. Oh, yeah, well, you you feel good, right? You're on the third step of a ladder that's got 20 rungs on it. Why don't you look at the next 17 rungs? I mean, you've got so much work to do. There's not the right attitude with this. That's just more hindrance. Mm -hmm. you got to say, wow, isn't it great to step three? <laughs> I like it here. So yeah. then we're developing real skill of being satisfied. Mm -hmm. Not a false satisfaction or a social satisfaction or like when somebody says, how are you? And you say, fine, because you don't really want to tell them how you really feel. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I think. I but think... other than that, they really you can really feel fine. So when they ask you, you say, man, I feel yeah <laughs> i think one of the reasons that i hadn't quite developed the right effort fully is because of this sort of cultural idea it was sort of it maybe felt like i was faking it you know do you know what i mean it sort of um felt like cheating or somehow kind of that affirmation that sort of self-affirmation that rang sort of quite hollow when i was starting out you know, yes, you're feeling but that's good. Being your critical parent exactly, saying yeah, that yeah. You, this is not good enough, it's fake, yeah, it's not yeah, real, yeah, yeah, rather than nurturing by saying, Hey, you've got an ounce, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not 10 pounds, but we don't need 10 pounds right now, we need that first ounce, yeah. But I, I definitely then I so I, I didn't, I wasn't doing that for a while, and then since we spoke, I, I got back to it, and I <clears throat> have found that there's been, definitely been progress in terms of really believing that when I get to that moment of sati and stillness, and it has a much more kind of, for want of a better word, like a physical um, solidity almost to it, that feeling of centeredness and control, it feels like... Um, connected to like really good physical sensations but also of kind of I, I don't know yeah confidence and stillness and it's got more um it's more rooted somehow um mm -hmm. and yes yeah, it's, it's it's a case of that that but quote unquote belief is connected to kind of feelings of um more vivid sort of awareness of what's going on in my body and and what's pleasurable about that and and Yes, yes. So it's it's kind of it's not kind of confidence in terms of it's connected to all of these other things basically that um, are kind of all brought together in the moment of the breath. So yeah, that's really amazing to see. And and some sometimes when like sitting, trying to kind of um, 
trying as as finely as I can to kind of capture the moment of now, as it were, like mm-hmm. in, in terms of reading about, I mean, this is going a bit off topic, but reading um, Buddha Dasa's book on the teacher Samipada and this idea of each moment being, you're born in each moment and trying to, <laughs> as much as I can, trying to get, see that moment, you know, um, and that every kind of, moment is brand new. That's yeah, the thing that's so yeah. amazing that every moment is new. Mm. But the trying to sort of see that and also being like, well, what is what is now? Like what's happening like now? And you realize that that question kind of um, kind of uh, disconnects you a bit from or it makes you a bit more aware of what has happened, what's what's mem- memory and what's kind of um, foresight and that 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 connected to this right effort has been um yeah i don't it, yeah because normally what would happen before is my mind would wander in a really kind of crude way and mm-hmm. i would like get stuck in actual thoughts and then i i you know at the start of meditation i'd realize i'd i'd been completely not in the room um but now it's much more um i can sort of my mind can be in two places at once a bit so in terms of clearing clearing out the mind. Uh, Isn't that amazing how yeah. fast the mind is? It's so fast that you can be in two places simultaneously. Yeah. But in fact, no, that's not the case. Mm. You just jump back and forth between mm. the two of them. Right. Okay. You're here and then you're there right. and then you're here and then you're there. Yeah. And that's a lot of jumping around, a lot of activity <laughs> of, 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 of jumping. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, mm. and so... The settling in then is um, beginning to start monitoring. Mm. Once one sati is, uh, let us say that there's the first spark of sati, mm. that when the mind is completely wandered away from the breath. Mm-hmm. And so now we take all of the right effort, we take a deep breath mm-hmm. and we get into it. Now what we're looking at is to keep the sati going mm. with each breath twice mm. once on the long deep in breath and mm. one on the long deep out breath so mm. long as that's all you need to notice is is this a long deep breath mm-hmm. is that a long deep breath out breath mm-hmm. and so that leaves the mind plenty of other time in that breath is one of the reasons why we want to have a long slow breath because mm. <laughs> then we have plenty of time to do all the other parts of Anapanasati. Mm-hmm. But the important part here is to begin to put the mind on guard mm-hmm. for keeping only wholesome thoughts in. Mm-hmm. Because uh, unwholesome thoughts uh, have the quality that they will very quickly become hindrances mm-hmm. and even painful. Mm-hmm. And wholesome thoughts are generally in two different topics that merge together as mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And that is the teaching of the Buddha or the Dhamma, which is what mm-hmm. we're talking about here. But we're talking about it in regard to this present moment. Mm-hmm. So they kind of merge together. So thoughts of the Dhamma or thoughts about this present moment would then be considered uh, a nice long list of uh, wholesome thoughts to have. <laughs> And mm. thoughts of the past, thoughts of the future, thoughts of uh, some place that we are not. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Also, uh, other times, other places, other people that are not here, anybody mm-hmm. that we think of that's not right in front of us, which also uh, then we can say, well, wait a minute, if people are right in front of us, doesn't that mean then we need to pay attention to what they're doing and what they're saying? Absolutely is true. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly right. Listening to what somebody says takes sati. Mm-hmm. It takes remembrance. You have to look. Mm-hmm. Because generally what the mind will do is it normally does is, well, I'm going to have to talk in a minute. I better have something to say. I better think <laughs> of something to say. What? Oh, oh, I've got it now. This is what I'm going to say. Will you please shut up now? But I don't say it out loud mm-hmm. so I can talk. <laughs> and that's how. Uh, and then we're not in this present moment. So whether we're with people or not, mm-hmm. we still have that quality of the mind that wants to jawbone. Mm-hmm. We're not saying to stop talking. We're saying that we're going to guide that mm. into wholesome talk. Mm. To guide it into wholesome thought. Mm. So the thoughts that we have are again thoughts about gladdening the mind, mm. thoughts of nurturing, mm. thoughts about, hey, this is so nice. Thoughts about this is not dukkha. This is dukkha naroda. This is Mm. the third noble truth. Wow, it feels so good to be free from suffering right now. Mm. (laughs) So these are the kind of words that we will use when we are continuing with Mm. that guarding quality. To Mm. guard to make sure that only wholesome thoughts are there. Now this is not really a lot of concentration. But mm-hmm. it is the quality of gathering the factors together. This is mm-hmm. what we mean by the word uh, samati. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. normally in English is translated as concentration. Mm-hmm. And no, I, you used the word and I knew I'd have to pounce on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the word concentration is actually the word is translated out of the word samati. But the word samati actually has closer meaning to to gather things together. Mm -hmm. The the things that you want. So in Mm -hmm. some cases, samati and concentration are exactly opposites. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. An example is frozen concentrated orange juice. Mm -hmm. Do you drink frozen concentrated orange juice? I don't know of anybody who does. Maybe a kid or two from occasion just to prove a point. Mm. Most of us will add water to it. Mm -hmm. Right? Then it's not concentrated anymore, but now it's complete enough to drink. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we add all the needed factors together, this is what we call samadhi. And and, uh, many students think that this is what we mean by a concentrated mind. Perhaps a better word would be to to a fo- just a focused mind or mm. a mind that's on guard to keep the thoughts uh, wholesome. Mm. Mm. That's not mm. really concentrated. We're only taking about half of our vocabulary out. Mm. <laughs> that we're not going down to ending no thought or anything like that. We're just mm. s- sort of putting a boundary up. Anything mm. that's not here now. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. It may not be exactly 50-50. It may be closer <laughs> to about 70-20, mm. uh, 70-30, and we, we put ourselves in that 30% mark mm. and leave out that other 70%. Mm. 
which is mostly hogwash. It's mostly um, uh, the hindrances and it's the kind of thoughts that we normally have. Mm. Critical thoughts. Mm -hmm. So when you start looking for the quality of thoughts that you're having, keep in mind this quality of critical versus nurturing. Mm -hmm. So that you begin to nurture yourself. Mm -hmm. To tell yourself, this is really nice. You're doing a good job. You don't have to do that in order to feel good. You can just <clears throat> feel good now. I give mm -hmm. you permission. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel good. Mm. Could you... Um could you talk a bit about the difference between because sometimes when I'm sitting the um, I can feel that that um, the sort of when I make efforts to clear, apply right effort, then the mind will clear out and I can return to a very samadhi like state and other times, thankfully, not so much recently, but um, my mind will just be like completely real monkey mind and and then I can then I'm um, rather than get frustrated, I just try and, and observe. Can you talk a bit about yes. like the observation as that? Can that also be a kind of wholesome state? Absolutely. <clears throat> that in fact is actually listed in the sutta mm. uh, in the in the Chitta Nupassana section of the uh, sutta number ten in the um, Satipatthana Sutta. Right. Number ten in the Majjhima Nikaya. Mm. It talks about to observe the states and the conditions of mind. Sometimes the mind is focused, sometimes it's scattered, sometimes it's exalted, mm. sometimes it's sleepy and tired. Mm. The mm. mind is actually an organic thing. It's not like a PC, and even PCs, the windows will get cluttered. <laughs> and you need to reinstall windows from time to time, or at least reboot. To clean up memory, okay? So that's the way of, of, of looking at it is, is that um, we want to observe what the condition of the mind is. Mm -hmm. And you're doing that kind of naturally, which is correct. Mm -hmm. That's okay. the correct thing to do. And to accept it. Give mm -hmm. yourself nurturing. Oh, mm -hmm. the mind is really scattered right now. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Start again. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Start so, again. So Never there's a there's like a component to right effort, which is allowing it to be what it will be, or is that a different mm -hmm. is that a different yes. factor? Or? That's part of right effort. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To um, is actually the AA prayer in a way. Mm. You know the AA prayer, don't you? Uh, I am no, not in control. It's sort of well, something like that. Basically, it says is that God grant me the wisdom. Mm -hmm. No, wait a minute. God grant me the, the strength to mm -hmm. change the things that I can change. Oh, yeah. and accept The what? serenity to accept the things that I can't change and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. Okay, so that's exactly where we are right now. <laughs> it's the, the strength to change the things we can change is we can take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. The things that we can change is mm. uh, the content of the mind. Mm. The things that we cannot change is the condition of the mind mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. quickly. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. change the condition of the mind so easily. Mm -hmm. But the deep breathing will certainly help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. 
But that's yeah. one of the, uh, in the sutra, subplace <laughs> breathing is one of the antidotes for drowsiness. Mm. Yeah, drowsiness has been, is a, is, is a problem I find. And um, I guess because you can get into these states where you feel like you're kind of quite in a quite a samadhi state, but actually you're just sort of a bit switched off and, and, and actually just I dozing. <laughs> I know, I know. This whole meditation, mm. Anapanasati, and the way that it's uh, structured, is to brighten the mind. Mm. Mm. Is to make the bright the mind shiny and mm. sharp and mm. focused and capable of doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think that all oh, meditation means I've got to sit for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they sit and they practice, and what happens if they're not breathing very well? Mm-hmm. Then the mind will get tired, they'll slip, slip into a state of dullness, mm-hmm. and then they think that is samadhi. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also will say, oh, well, I can get great insight by looking at how things are. Mm-hmm. Well, no, wait a minute. We don't need to investigate. I mean, <laughs> if somebody sends you shit on toast, all you have to do is open it one time and see what that is and close it and throw it out. You don't need to put it under a microscope and inspect it and taste it and feed it to several people and all of that kind of stuff. That once it's a pile of crap, we know it's a pile of crap. And so that's the way that we can recognize hindrances as hindrance and drowsiness as a part of the hindrance. Is, is mm. that anything that keeps us from being bright mm, mm. is not correct practice. Mm, mm. That's part of the reason why we do the breathing as part of it, is to help wake us up, mm, mm, mm. to really be in charge. So mm. th- uh, that's where the strength comes in. The strength is the right effort to take that breath, mm, mm, mm. to gladden the mind. Mm-hmm. But that that doesn't mean that the mind is going to be sharp just mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. it still may be dull, it mm-hmm. still may be scattered. Mm-hmm. But if we keep practicing, mm-hmm. never mind, start mm-hmm. again. But if we start yelling at ourselves like, oh, monkey mind, oh, there you go again. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. Now look how we feel. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not nurturing, now we're being critical of it. Mm-hmm. So be sure that when you're recognizing that the mind is dull, do it mm-hmm. like a nurturing mom would. Oh, <laughs> we need to put this kid in bed and give him some uh, uh, chicken juice, chicken broth, and uh, help him mm-hmm. to feel good. Mm-hmm. Take his work away from you. You don't have to go to school now. Just sit <laughs> and relax. Okay, so this is the way that we want to look at it is to nurture ourselves. Mm-hmm even when we have the dull mind mm, okay. or unfocused or unsharp mind. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised that that, in fact, can over the period of, say, 60 seconds, two minutes, something mm-hmm. like that, that will change. Be mm-hmm. careful and watch for it mm-hmm. because it may not stay dull. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. condition of the mind may, may change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's also especially true with with feelings, like feelings of anxiety Mm, and mm, whatnot. Taking mm. a few deep breaths and and getting our mind off of what the problem was and getting it back into a state of happiness and and well-being. And those feelings of anxiety 
will melt away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. slowly, but mm-hmm. over the course of one or two minutes, mm-hmm. as opposed to just being uptight for hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, okay, I, I better go for work, Damaratu, but um, thank you so much. This has been I'm really, really good. I'm really glad that you called. Keep yeah, calling. Yeah, and I will do. Into it. This is yeah. good. And enjoy your practice. Thank you so much. See Nurture you later. Yourself. I will do. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. <laughs>